This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. And we thank Him for causing us to experience the first Sunday of the year. Many entered into the first day of the year, but not many had the privilege of witnessing the first Sunday. And we are grateful. And we thank God that even though we are back to lockdown season, where we are not allowed to gather for church, we still can have church by means of technology. Whatever was meant for evil by way of developing technology to advance and propagate evil, God would take it and use it for good. And we are blessed that by the inventions of man, COVID and its restrictions is not able to limit us from still having fellowship and from still meeting. So we thank the Lord and we give him praise. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you and bless you for who you are to us. Without you, we are nothing. And with you, we are more than conquerors. We thank you for causing our lives to experience this new year, 2021. It's beautiful. And we give you praise. As we prepare our hearts to receive your word, Lord, Look upon us favorably. Touch our hearts. Cause us to hear. For you have created the ear and you have created the heart. Plow it, O Lord, that we may receive of your word, which will save our souls from perishing. Holy Spirit, we depend absolutely on your guidance. We can do nothing without you. But with you, there is nothing that can stand before us. Therefore, as we Submit to your leadership as we submit to your guidance, as we submit to your help. May we be exalted above the works of darkness. May our lives be a life that is pleasing to God. May our life be a life that is fruit bearing. Cause us to do God's will and help us to bring glory to our God as we live on. Speak, speak that we may hear and run with it. We thank you, Father, in the mighty name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, it's a beautiful thing to enter a new year and have the privilege to make a new commitment to God. And as a denomination, today is our Covenant Sunday where we make a pledge, we make a commitment to God in diverse ways. And I believe that this year we would commit to work with God properly. We will commit to work with God uprightly. We will commit to work with God 
in all his ways as he leads us. And I believe that as we do that, he will continue to bless us and give our lives all the good things that we need for this life and bless our lives with favorable giftings for eternity. Amen. Well, like Bishop Nabo said earlier, I believe that the book, Wise as a Serpent, uh, it's a book that has something special for us as a people, as a denomination, Lighthouse Chapel International South Africa, and of course, the Sutu and Namibia. I, I, it's, it's the leading of the Holy Spirit. And you know, the Bible says, by the mouth of two or three witnesses, let everything be established. You know, sometimes you are not sure what you are doing until you receive a confirmation from the Lord through another vessel. And you know, the vessel that you receive the confirmation from is very important. And it's always a, a source of strength and a source of encouragement. When I believe the Lord is leading me to do something and I hear a confirmation from my father. And therefore, for the book, Wise as a Serpent, for our father to declare it as the book by which we will prophetically be blessed. Throughout the year, it is important for us to take the book and to really give it our best as we heed to the counsel that is written in the books and as we meditate on the word of God that is in the book so that our lives would go up and go forward and not backwards. Amen. So I believe these books must be made available, readily available for all of us who don't have it. And you know, even though our father said that we must have it on the electronic version on our tablets, iPad, and on our phones, Honestly speaking, knowing you directly and your phone, I don't really encourage you, if you don't have an iPad or you don't have a tablet of a, a good size that makes reading easy, then rather buy the hard copy of the book than to go to the phone. Because some of you, the phone is like the door of Satan into your lives. It distracts you with messages and then it also tempts you to go to certain places. So I believe that you are going to learn and know yourself and act wisely so that you don't, you are not led into temptation. Amen. So let's stay off the phone as a means of reading our Bibles, as a means of reading books and other things. I mean, it's a different thing if you are caught up somewhere, you are busy, but you don't have the book with you, and then you decide to actually uh, 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 read the phone for some 30 minutes or so to catch some revelation. That's a different thing. So the phone is like the book on you that is going everywhere, the toilet, the other places. Some of you that actually leave your phone anywhere. It becomes useful if you use it in that way. 
But as your main textbook for studying, I don't think the phone is good for you. It may be good for somebody else, but for you in particular, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. So I believe that we are going to press on and press on. And then I've added to the book also the Wise as a Serpent book. I've added the book Backsliding. Backsliding. And by the grace of God, as the Lord liveth, I shall live. And we'll go through in details about backsliding, the various situations that backsliding or backslided people find themselves in. Because sometimes a person may be in a backsliding state, but he's not aware that he's in a backsliding state because he's still around, because he's still doing what is thought to be church or what is thought to be godly. But meanwhile, he is in a backsliding state. She is completely in a backsliding state. In the eyes of God. You see, that's, that's, the, that's the difference that you may be doing what you think is a step forward or it's been around or is continu- continuity. But in the eyes of God, you are totally off course. You are totally far from him. You are, you are not drawing closer, but if anything, you are going back. So God will judge you as backsliding, even though you will not judge yourself as backsliding. And therefore, it is important for us to have a look at a few things. And this morning, as the Lord has granted us the privilege, I want to read whole passages of Scripture. And then make a few comments on it to set the tone for our walk with God as we go into 2021. We are in it, but we are yet to go deeper into it. And don't say and don't delay. Speed is of essence because I tell you, by the time you lift up your head, we'll already be in June. And, and we all don't know what the year holds for us in terms of this current situation of COVID, vaccines, and all the other things. But what we know is that there is our God who is greater than anything that the enemy can throw at us. And therefore, no matter what the year holds to us, we have confidence that as we walk closer with God, we can only go higher, we can only move forward, we can only fulfill God's purpose for our lives and nothing else. Amen. So this morning, I want you, if you have your Bible, to turn with me to Jeremiah chapter 7. And I'm going to read the whole passage. I'm going to read the whole passage of Jeremiah chapter 7. And then I'm going to read also some chapters in the book of Jonah. This is, these are not nice, I see you going up scriptures. But the truth is, if we head to the wisdom that God is giving to us, we can only go up and never go down. Hallelujah. So Jeremiah chapter 7 
And I start from verse 1. Even though that is not the verse I would want to read. I want us to read everything so that we can have in context what we are reading. Somebody will say, ah, but then why don't you then read the whole book so that if you are talking about context, well, listen, uh, I can't read the whole book. It's as simple as ABC. I can't read the whole book. So the Bible says, Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 1. Can I have one of my pastors read for me on Zoom? I hope you are well-dressed. If not, you may you may actually help. Or if not, I will read myself. Yeah, go ahead and read for me. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 1. Go ahead and read. Who is reading for us? Reverend Ernest. Go ahead, please. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 1. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house and proclaim there this word and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all ye of Judah, that enter in at the gates to worship the Lord. That says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Trust ye not in the lying word, saying, The temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord are these. For if ye truly amend your ways and your doings, if ye truly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor, if ye oppress not the stranger and the fatherless and the widow, and shed not innocent blood in this place, neither walk after other gods to your head, then will I cause you to dwell in this place, in the land that I gave to your fathers forever and ever. Behold, ye trust in lying ways that cannot profit. Will ye still murder and commit adultery and swear falsely and burn incense unto Baal? and walk after other gods whom ye know not, and come and stand before me in this house which is called by my name, and say, we are delivered to do all these abominations. In this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes. Behold, even I have seen it, says the Lord. But go ye now unto my my place, which was in Shiloh, where I set my name at first, and see what I did to it for the wickedness of my people Israel. And now, because ye have done all these works, says the Lord, and I speak unto you, rising up early and speaking, but ye heard not, and I called you, but ye answered not. Therefore will I do unto this house, which is called by my name, wherein ye trust, and unto the place which I gave to you and to your fathers, as I have done in Sh- to Shiloh. And I will cast you out of my sight, 
as I have cast out all your brethren, even the whole seed of Ephraim. Therefore, pray not thou for these people, neither lift up cry nor prayer for them, neither make intercession to me, for I will not hear thee. 17. Seeth thou not what they do in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood, and their fathers kindle the fire, and the women knead their dough to make cakes to the queen of heaven, and to pour out drink offerings unto other gods, that they may provoke me to anger. Do they provoke me to anger, says the Lord? Do they not provoke themselves to the confusion of their own faces? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, Behold, my anger and my fury shall be poured out upon this place, upon man and upon beast and upon the trees of the field and upon the fruits of the ground, and it shall burn and shall not be quenched. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, put your burning offering unto your sacrifices and eat flesh. For I speak not unto your fathers, nor commanded them in the day that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices. But these things commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that it may be well unto you. But they hearkened not, nor inclined their ear, but walk in the counsel and in the imaginations of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their ear, but hardened their neck. They did worse than their fathers. Therefore, thus thou shalt speak all these words unto them. But they will not hearken to thee. Thou shalt also call unto them. But they will not answer thee. But thou shalt say unto them, This is a nation that obeyed not the voice of the Lord their God, nor received correction. Truth is perished and is cut off from their mouth. Cut off thine hair, O Jerusalem, and cast it away, and take up a lamentation on high places. For the Lord has rejected and forsaken the generation of his wrath. For the children of Judah have done evil in my sight, says the Lord. They have set their abominations in the house which is called by my name to pollute it. And they have built the high places of Topets, which is in the valley of the son of Hinnom, to burn their sons and their daughters in the fire, which I commanded them not, neither came it unto my heart. Therefore, behold, the days come, says the Lord, that it shall no more be called Tophet, nor the valley of the sons of Hinnom, but the valley of slaughter, for they shall bury in Tophet till there be no more place. And the carcasses of these people shall be meat for the fowls of the heaven and for the beasts of the earth, and none shall free, 
them away. Then will I cause to cease from the cities of Judah and from the streets of Jerusalem the voice of meth and the voices or the voice of gladness and the voice of the bridegroom and the voice of the bride. For the land shall be desolate. Amen. Amen. Well, I believe that this is a whole chapter. And, you know, in, in, in my prayer, I wanted to select some, some verses and just read. But I have in my spirit, read everything. Read everything. And from it, I will guide you what you must pray about and what you must do in connection to what you have read. Now, I know that many of us are not deep thinkers, and we don't have the power to analyze to our benefit. I've come across a lot of people, pastors, my pastors, who do analysis, but they do it to their detriment. They do the analysis in the negative way. And I always pray that Lord grant them the grace to analyze in the way that leads to their upliftment and not their downfall. But unfortunately, most people analyze to their detriment. And I know that even as you are reading this passage, that grace to analyze it and to see and hear the Holy Spirit direct you may not be there. But my prayer is that the Lord in 2021 grant you the grace that makes you analyze to take you forward and not backward. Hallelujah. So as we read, or as we read through the chapter 7, there are many comments that I would have loved to make, but time would hold me back from going line by line. But at smaller group meetings, that I believe I would have a lot this year by the grace of God, I'm going to take it verse by verse and analyze and help us to see ourselves in this situation. Because most of us don't realize we are in the same situation. Most of us don't realize we are in the same situation because the parameters mentioned look different, but the principles that are operating is the same. The principles that are operating is the same. And so I believe the Lord is calling us and says, First of all, this message was not proclaimed at a place where unbelievers are. This message was not proclaimed at a place where the people uh, 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 don't know God. It was proclaimed at the gates to worship God. In other words, this is the message that was preached in church if we want to make it a modern day message. Is a message that was preached in church. So all church attendees and church comers, this is the message for us. This is not a message for unbelievers. Unbelievers may have their message. But this is a message for us. And may the Lord have mercy on us and cause us to hear what he's saying to us by his Holy Spirit so that we'll be delivered from every distraction that is earmarked against our lives, fanned and promoted by the works of darkness. Amen. So the Bible tells us that we should, it says, 
Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. So, you see, it's a very good message with a good intention that God is saying to us to change our ways so that he will cause us to dwell in safety. He would increase us and take us further. He would grant us the desires of our hearts and cause us to eat meat that is fulfilling, not with leanness of soul. I want to tell you something. Whatever you have desired for your life, which will bring comfort, which will bring happiness, which will bring joy. I promise you, God wants to give you joy, happiness, comfort, far more than you can imagine. And far more than you are, you are far more than you are able to handle. Hallelujah. There's nothing that you have desired that God will not want to give it to you but he will want to give it to you in his way. He will want to give it to you in the form and in the manner that would cause you to live as truly a shining light that will cause his glory to reflect in your life. So don't believe that God wants to rob you of anything. Let me tell you something. If God wanted to rob you of anything, he does not need to go far. And he doesn't need to do much. He just needs to take what he has given to you that you cannot give it to yourself. And that is your life. So if he has not taken your life from you, but has given you life, it's evidence that he wants to give you all the desires that is in your heart as it has come because you are alive. Hallelujah. Now, so the call for us is to amend our ways. And our response to God must be, Oh Lord, help us to amend our ways according to your ways. Not according to what we think is right. But help us by your Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the living God who is with us is to guide us into all truths. Is to guide us into the ways of God. And therefore, whatever covenant we make with God this day, it should be for God by his spirit, committed to direct us into his ways, not our ways. Hallelujah. And we are told not to trust in lying words. What lying words has Satan propagated in our lives? What deceptive Ideas has Satan given to us to tell us this is the way to live. No. May the Lord deliver us. May the Lord by his spirit expose every lying sentences, lying words, deceptive assurances that exist in our lives. That is causing us to not hear when the spirit of the Lord is speaking to us and showing us the way. May those things be destroyed in Jesus' name. As we enter and as we progress in 2021, everything that is lying in your life, everything that has deceived you, 
every work of darkness that is causing you to be stubborn, that is making you not hear, that is making you rebellious, that is making you despise and scorn prophets God has sent to you. May those things cease to function in your life in Jesus' name. Amen. And then we are told what we are supposed to do. For if you thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if you thoroughly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor, if you oppress not the stranger, the fatherless, the widow, and shed not innocent blood in this place, neither walk ye after other gods to your end. Remember, our father, the prophet, told us that this year is a year of being harmless as dove. And one of the three areas that harm comes to us is harm to ourselves. And the scripture is saying that if we do the things that God is saying we should do and stop hurting ourselves, then he will cause us to dwell in this place. In the place where he has called us to be. A place of elevation. A place of freedom. A place of living a fulfilled life. A place of functioning according as God has created us. And not according to the words of the enemy. Behold, you trust in lying words that cannot profit. Father, deliver me from trusting in lying words. Whatever has been spoken, be it from any, any corner, be your word. Let me never trust in it. Spirit. Amen. And I believe that God is going to take us higher as we set our hearts to repent and to walk in his way, not our way. You know? But you see, the sad part of it was that the people refused to hear. They refused to hear. They refused to hear. May that not be our story. You see, and now because you have done all this work, verse 13, said the Lord, and I speak to you, rising up early and speaking, but ye heard not. I called you, but he answered not. Now, you see, Many of us can't imagine ourselves being called by God and not answering or God speaking to us and not hearing. Many of us cannot imagine ourselves. But the truth is, many of us are doing exactly this. Many of us are doing exactly this. Whether it's intentional or unintentional, that's what we are doing. That we are not hearing. And I pray, and you must also pray, 
that as the Lord is speaking to us, we would hear. You see, what you are not able to hear or a call that you don't answer is dependent on many things. But a few of the things that I can mention is number one, where you are. Where you are. Where you are. I said, where you are. Depend if you are in a tavern with so much noise and so much music and apparent happy living or excitement, you are not likely to hear a voice that is calling you. Just by the level of the noise alone, you can hear. In addition to the excitement that may be generated by where you are, it makes it difficult. So for us, and I always say that for us in South Africa, because of the environment we are in, our hearing of God is impaired. And our God, God calling us. We hear, but we don't answer. We hear, but we don't answer. But 2021, as a year, we shall hear God. And we will not only hear, but we would answer to his call. We would answer to his redirection and whatever he would want us to do. By his grace, strength shall come to us. And we would overcome the environment. We would overcome the wet of the land. Hallelujah. What is the Lord saying to us in this COVID season? What is the Lord saying? You know, even me, when, the, when we were locked down, you know, as things started, you know, talking about it in January, in February, it's like, oh, there's some disease in China. Well, whatever it is, is in China, so far away from us. And honestly speaking, I was not bothered. I don't know about you, but I'll be surprised if you were bothered in February. Then you are very sensitive. But I was not bothered until come March when they started talking about, I don't know whether late February or March, when they started talking about some people. First of all, when they started showing us how the disease is, is, is having a party in Italy and other places. I said, hey. Then they told us that some people went to Italy to ski and they came and they, they were in KwaZulu Natal. Say, hey, the disease is here. Then our first few cases were reported. Lo and behold, within two, three weeks, we, they said we can't go anywhere. Listen, the strength with which I rose up to do the things I needed to do. I couldn't believe that it was me. But you see, like all human beings, time has a way of dulling our senses and therefore affecting our hearing and our response. I must admit that my concern and the strength with which I rose up 
in the early days of the pandemic, that is around early April, even the, month, the whole month of April. Can you believe the whole month of April is either a meeting one all night after the other? I couldn't believe that for the whole month of April, I hardly slept in the night. I hardly slept in the night. Either I'm leaving a prayer meeting, I'm doing something myself, or I hardly did anything significant. I mean, like anything that is always me. I'm just chilling. No. But as time wore on, then the relaxation set in, and then as they release us from the lockdown, it's like before we realize, or before I realize, I'm back to life as usual. But you see, there is a message that God would have us to hear in this with this pandemic. There is a message. You may be concerned about your job or your business that is not going well and so many things. Father, I pray for every committed church member that by the power of your Holy Spirit, no sickness, particularly in COVID, shall overcome any of us in Jesus' name. None of us shall succumb to COVID death. We shall bury now, but Lord, grant us the grace to survive the COVID and receive the wisdom that you have for us. That we may walk and amend our ways to your ways that our lives be pleasing to you in Jesus' name. So, as we are this COVID season. There's a clear message that is coming to us. There's a clear message. One of the messages is that our traditional ways of saying we are working with God is not, it may not work all the time. I.e., our traditional way of gathering in place where we now sit. Now, if we are in the wisdom of the serpent, then we have to be masters of overcoming handicaps and masters at surviving any condition that is thrown at us. We have to be masters at surviving. I.e., you have to learn how to do church in your house, alone, from the distraction of relatives and other parents. You have to come up with things. And you see, you are not being called upon to exhibit a skill that you don't have. You are not being called upon to work in an ability that you lack. Because most of us, most of us, I didn't want to use this example, but that's the only one I have. Most of us have, in the midst of family, in the midst of all the other father, mother, all the other relatives, we have still been able to make time to do private things or to do things that are done privately, even in the midst of their presence. You know what I'm talking about. It's a new year. It's a new year. So don't, don't, don't pretend like you don't understand what I'm saying so that you will force me to start explaining. Hallelujah. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because some of you, you have had private time for things that are done only in private. Even 
to, despite all the obstacles, you have been able to create private time. And you know what I'm talking about. For hours, when everybody is moving up and down, you still have found yourself a secluded place to do things that we don't want to mention it on the first Sunday of 2021. Because you did it in, in some other years, not 2021. Even some of you, this 2021 already. Ish, you are forcing me. I refuse to be led by you. Amen. So listen, one of the things that is coming to us is that things that used to work will no longer work. So we have to learn new ways of doing what we need to do if we are to walk closely with God. And we cannot allow the change of situation to overcome us. I mean, why should you backslide? Because we don't have church meetings the way you have known it. Why should you backslide? Is God in the church room or is God in your heart? Is your relationship with the pastor or your relationship with, with God and the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ? So why should you backslide? Because there's no prison worship team or because there's no choir. I mean, why can you not worship the Lord? Why can you not worship the Lord? Because there's no prison worship that is singing. Listen. We are all learning to take away what is not essential and allow it to be taken away so that we can do what is essential. So you can even see that even in our church service today, there was no choir singing, it's only the dancing stars that came. And the only reason why the dancing stars came is so that you can have time to do your offering, transfer, and all those things. That's the only reason. It's not because they really are doing something that will really will help your Christian growth. We put it there just as an interlude to allow you to do your bank transfers and other things without missing important message. Hallelujah. So listen, we all, we all have to receive the message clearly. And the message is what you have traditionally depended upon. Or one of the messages is that what we have traditionally depended upon will no longer work. So we have to come up with efficient ways that will work in spite of any restriction. And the true worship is the worship you do alone. When you are alone in your room and you are lying down or you are sitting up and talking to God and worshiping him. Not the one we do in church where we, we, will, we will tell you to lift up your hands, bow your heads, kneel down and all those things. Many of the things you do, nobody tells you, do this, do this. You do it yourself. You know what I'm talking about. Let, let me not spoil the message. Or don't let me spoil the message. I will not spoil it. You are the one who would make me spoil the message. Hallelujah. So, we have to learn how to have real worship and praise the Lord in our homes as a people. And you see, when we have developed that thing, where we have the ability to praise and worship the Lord alone. It means we have developed the highest skill that will cause God's presence to be with us at any time and in every situation. 
at any time and in every situation. Whether you are in prison or whether you are wherever you are, in the bushes, wherever you go, because as for yourself, you will always have yourself with you. You cannot guarantee that you have your, your prison worship leader with you all the time. You cannot guarantee that you always have your pastor with you all the time. But as for yourself and the Holy Spirit and God, he will always be with you. Hallelujah. So if you, if you can learn, or you should learn, not that you can, you should learn how to do the things we need to do that will bring advancement in our work with God by ourselves alone in untraditional places. Hallelujah. And the COVID is telling us that we have to overcome the dependence on others, which is again the wisdom of the snake. The wisdom of the snake is that even my mother who gave birth to me, as for my father, I don't even know him, but my mother who gave birth to me, once I'm out, I have to learn how to survive on my own. I have to learn how to survive on my own and still be able to relate with others of my peers. I mean, others of my, 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 my kind. Hallelujah. I mean, a few times I've had to kill baby snakes in my house. And we ask, where is the mother? And I always keep telling my children, the mother is very far from this baby. It's not like the sheep or the cow. The snake is like, listen, we are together, but you are alone still. In other words, we are together, but you are an individual. You have to have everything you need with you. Hallelujah. And so that is what we, the wisdom that must operate in our lives. And whatever is standing in your way and preventing you, be it a stronghold of thought or other things in your environment that is such as people ridiculing you or not. I speak against them negatively in Jesus' name. That they lose their ability to hinder you any longer and set you free to develop what you need to develop so that this year you can go forward and the years to come, God will smile with you. That you will dwell in the house of the Lord in his presence daily. That you shall be truly called the temple of the living God because you know in you is true worship. In you is true obedience to the word of God. In you is true walking in the ways of God. In your heart is a place where God finds clean and pure. Hallelujah. So we are going to go forward. And you see, many, many of the traditional ways which we have been made to adopt has actually allowed Satan to be able to oppose us. In other words, we, we, by adopting those traditional ways, it has made the opposition of Satan very good and very successful. Many African countries, if we were to be wise, the developments of the West, like the internet and all those things, will be used by us 
to overcome what is limiting us. Oh yes, yes. We'll take it to the highest level. You, every year you see people fighting for university admission. Listen. Listen. It is true that it's easy to learn in a university when you are resident on campus. But you see, where we are limited, we have to train people to learn on their own. And by the help of the developments, the, the, the discoveries, the internet and other things, we have to, if there's any place where internet education should have been quite top, it should be in Africa. Because we have not the ability to build many universities. We have not the ability to build many schools. But unfortunately, it seemed to us that it's more difficult. But you see, something may be more difficult, but the yield will be far more if we were to apply ourselves to it. Yes, it may be more difficult to study at home, but if you learn to study on your own, you can be studying all the time, anywhere, everywhere, without waiting for a lecture. And you see, that discipline that would come into your life by over or by learning to study on your own is the same discipline that you are going to use in many fields of your life that will cause you to prosper where others are failed. Yes. So in the same way, you see, as we are being limited in fellowshipping, in worshipping God, and all the things that we have to do, you see, as we develop the other areas of our lives that have, have laid fallow all these years and we have not employed it, as we develop it, it is the same thing that is going to cause our lives to be heavily anointed and cause us to walk in a power that no demon can stand before us and cause us to release and to set captives free. Hallelujah. So I believe that we are going to go forward this year. I am going forward. I don't know about you. But I challenge you to come along and let's all go forward. We may be running in our individual lanes, but I tell you, you will find all of us at that destination. And that is the presence of the Lord, the place where God is with us. Hallelujah. Amen. And we are going to do more of internet church services. More, more. And you must, you must make provision for it. Amen. And the Lord said many things. Now, I want to read Jonah to explain to you how much God loves us. And make sure that when God wants you, your heart is in a state and is in a place where you will believe the warning of the Lord and run with it and make the changes so that God will bless you. Because you see, sometimes we feel that God is this mean person who doesn't want us to be free and to be happy. But you see, the only reason why you have such a feeling is because you are not aware how much you were bound before you met Jesus. How much a slave you were to your passions before you met Jesus. And you know, some of you, because you have not let go of the things that must go in your life, even though you have met Jesus, 
you are not experiencing the freedom of meeting Jesus. You see, unless you enter into a place that is very cool, you will think that the whole place is hot. And you will never know the difference between hot and cool. Because you see, your body has to feel it. It cannot be explained to you. The, the, the difference between a cool place and a hot place is experienced by your body. So unless you take the body to a cool place, the mind cannot bring to the body the experience of a cool place. And some of you, unless you let go of the things that must go out of your life, you will never experience and know the freedom that comes when you walk with the Lord and in the light of his word. Some of us have known that the only way by which we can live is through borrowing. And so continually, even though the message is being preached, we are from death. Instead of uh, from, from victory unto victory, or from another year to another year, we are walking from death to death. But today, the Lord is setting you free. I said, the Lord is setting you free. There is a life that has a lot more than a life of bondage and a life of death all over you. Jonah, I may not be able to read everything because of time, but we will want one of the things I would pause on my message to allow is for our Father to bless us again by way of prayer with the prayer he prayed during the communion for the thrift, the Chalak night. We must receive this prayer and we, for especially for those of us who are so stubborn that we will never go and take the prayers ourselves and listen to it and receive it as our prayer, we are going to play it so that we are prayed for to receive God's blessing and help as his prophet. You see, those of you who don't believe, we for us, for us who believe, he's everything to us. Oh yes, Jesus is everything to us, but Jesus is working through his life. Yeah, Jesus is not working only through his life, but Jesus is working through his life. And we have to admit it. I admit it, and I want it, and I like it, and I'm very happy about it. I don't know about you. May every deception that is keeping you away from the link of God's blessing into your life, may that deception be wiped out. May that stronghold get out of your mind in Jesus' name. Amen. So Jonah, hmm, In Jonah chapter 3. Mm-hmm. Reverend, can you read Jonah chapter 3? The whole of the verse. The whole of the chapter. Can you read for Jonah, us? Jonah chapter 3, verse 1. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose 
and went unto Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now, Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey, and he cried and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put a sackcloth from the greatest of them even to the least of them. For word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him and covered him with sackcloth and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. Amen. Wow. You see, so the reason why I read a bit from the book of Jonah is to help us to see two different people or two groups of people with similar message. You see, both of them were backsliding. Both of them were backsliding. Or both of them were in a state not pleasing to God. Now, what is it that made one state or one group of people respond to the message of the Lord and turn from their ways? And what is it that made another group of people stubborn to whatever was told them? The answer is verse 3. And as we read just the first portion, Sorry, verse 5. Verse 3. Verse 5. So the people of Nineveh believed God. And so the people of fast. Nineveh believed God. That, that's the answer. Mm. You see, they were, they were not doing what is right. But their hearts were tender. Their hearts were not hardened. They were not, they were not deceived. Or whatever it was was not allowing them to be deceived. So the Bible says, and they believed God. They believed God. They believed God. And therefore, whatever message was given to them, they didn't fight the message. May you never fight the truth of God as it comes to you this year. But may you turn to God for help to do what he says you should do. May you never fight the truth. Because many of us, many of us, as the truth is even shown to us, we fight the truth and we fight whoever is presenting the truth to us. 
But may you in particular this year escape that wickedness. May you never fight the truth of God and may you never fight the messenger of the truth of God. The Bible says, and the people believe God. And you see in chapter 4, in chapter 4, the Bible explains to us his heart towards his people. The Bible explains to us his heart towards his people. The only reason why he will want you to, to, to change your ways is for your good because he loves you. He loves me. That is the only reason he would want me not to go the wrong way. It is not because he's afraid to punish us and he's afraid to deal with us because he has the right to do with us what he wills. There's no man and there's no power that has the right to challenge the authority of God over all creation because he created all things. All things were created by him. And without him was nothing created that was created. That is what the word of God says. So there's no power that can challenge God about what he will do with us. But you see, he loves us and understands our frame and knows where we are and therefore would always send his messengers and will always give us a message to help us to change our ways that we not be destroyed. That our lives be not in vain. So the Bible tells us, when God responded kindly to the repentance, to, to the, the change of the people of Nineveh, the messenger of the Lord was not happy. Because he had his own other reasons. But let me tell you something. God would respond according to his superior reason. Not any man's reason. But in the process, it also revealed the heart of God towards the people to us. You know, sometimes some reactions or some occurrences. They may not be nice, but they give a revelation. So Jonah's response to God's response made God say something about his heart towards the people he has created. And that is verse chapter 4. Verse 10. I don't have time. I would have loved to read the whole chapter, but I don't have time. So read verse chapter, 10 downwards. Chapter 4, Jonah chapter 4, verse 10. Then said the Lord, then said the Lord, thou hast had pity on the God. For the for the which thou hast not labored, neither madest it grow, which came up in a night and perished. In a night, and should not I spare Nineveh, that great city, where, wherein are more than six score thousand persons that cannot descend between their right hand and their left hand, and also 
much cattle. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Lord was asking Jonah a question. That you didn't create this thing. It just appeared and it has disappeared. And you're angry about it. How much more what I have created? And how much more the people that don't know their left from their right? If I have sent you to direct them and they have believed me, should I not respond? The message to you is that as you respond to God's call to change directions, this is also the wisdom of the snake. It doesn't matter where it is going. If there's a need for a U-turn, it will make a U-turn. If there's a need for an S, the snake is not restricted by any rigidity. Hey, I think this book, we really must have it and have it well. And have it well because it's too, there's too much wisdom for us. And God is saying to us, he will respond if we would respond to his word and to his counsel. Whatever God has said to us, may we in the spirit of humility respond. And you see, the reason why I would spend much time in dealing with backsliding is so that we can respond to the word of God. So that we can respond to the counsel of God. So that we can respond to the instruction of God. You see, because when a person is in the backsliding state, that person is not in the state that will respond to anything good that is poured into it. No matter what you do, a backsliding state, a person in a backsliding state will not respond to anything that will help him, no matter what you do. And therefore, we need to analyze the backsliding state and to see and cause us to hear so that we can do the changes and the prayers that we need to pray so that our hearts and our state can be prepared to hear God's counsel and God's direction. And I tell you, we are going to rise higher. We are going to go far. And the abundance of all the good things of this life shall be ministered unto us. We will not die in poverty. No. We will live long. We will live in health. We will see our desires fulfilled one by one all the days of our lives. And we will die happy. We will say to the Lord, now I have seen the desire of my eyes. Let me now go in peace. I'm ready to meet you. Hallelujah. And God will bless us as we prepare and as we do what we need to do for his blessings to be manifest in our lives. You are not going to go backward this year. You are going to go forward wherever you are. And the Lord, by his spirit, will help us. Whatever the Lord is telling us in this season, whatever we need to learn, whatever skill we must develop, we will not hesitate to ask the Lord for help in this way. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you and bless you. We give you praise, we give you adoration, we give you honor. Thank you that there is no God like you. Thank you for your love that surpasses understanding. Thank you for your grace that is abounding to a people like us. 
Thank you for making us your own by redeeming us through the precious blood of Jesus. This year is a year where we draw closer to you. For to be close to you is to move forward in this life. For to be to move forward in, in this life is to see your will come to pass. Thank you, Lord, that it shall be so because of your grace and because of your mercy. I pray against COVID, taking any of us before our time. Thank you that this evil disease, this spirit of death, shall not land on any of us who belong to this church. We shall, none of us shall be buried because of COVID. For every committed member and for every dedicated member, Lord, keep us safe and cause our lives to do your will in these difficult times. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God does not want anybody to perish. For Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. He also said, I am the light of life, and I light everyone that comes into this world. Today, you have an opportunity to start a relationship with God. Yes, you may be watching with your friend, you may be watching with your cousin, you may be watching with your sibling, but it is you God is speaking to that you need to make it right with me in this year. As the year has begun, start it right with me and I will be your help and I will be your guide in this life. Whatever the enemy has destroyed, as you come to me, I will destroy the works of the enemy and shall restore you to your rightful place. And therefore, as you hear his voice, harden not your heart, but give your life to him. If you believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, and you want to pray this prayer with me, let us pray. And say with me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this time of my life. And I thank you for bringing me this far. I know my walk with you has not been right. I have walked my own way. Neither have I acknowledged you in this life as my God. But today, today, I come and submit to you completely as my God who has created me. I did not make myself. I was made by you. I cannot sustain myself. I am sustained by you. Therefore, I come to you just as I am, asking for forgiveness of my sins as I turn my heart to worship you in obedience. I receive Jesus Christ as your son who came to die for my sins, who rose again on the third day, by whose blood I qualify to receive forgiveness of my sins. I thank you for sending him. And Jesus, I receive you into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Baptize me with your Holy Spirit and cause me to grow in my walk with you by obeying your word and by hearing your voice as you guide me. I thank you that you would help me not to live for my flesh, 
and not to live for myself, but live in accordance with the will of God, my creator. And in accordance to your will, my savior, I thank you for this love that you have for me. In your name, Jesus, I have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We bless the Lord and we thank him for a time like this. We would want to receive our offering and as we do, we would also follow it up with a prayer for us by our Father. He is the servant of God in our lives. His work is to serve God's will in our lives. And we pray for him that may he always be found faithful to his work in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. What we invite Reverend Apo to lead us in taking the offering and to continue with the prayer. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.